Welcome back to another episode of Authentically Happy. I'm your host, Michelle Savoie, certified life coach with a master's degree in applied positive psychology. And today we're embarking on a journey to unravel the very essence of happiness. We're going to answer some questions like, what is happiness? How do we define it? What does it mean to live a happy life? And why is happiness important? So let's start with why is happiness important? Well, the research has shown us that people who are happy tend to be healthier. They tend to live longer, have less inflammation and lower blood pressure, and they tend to have better cognitive measures like better attention and better memory. Happy people are also more likely to participate in healthy behaviors, such as exercising and eating well, and they're even more likely to wear their seatbelt. They're also less likely to engage in activities like smoking and other dangerous activities. Happier people tend to have better social relationships, and it's been shown that happiness can help to improve work productivity, resilience, and even help with stress management. So let's talk about it. What is happiness? Everyone has their own definition for happiness, but let's start with Webster's definition. Webster defines happiness as a state of well-being and contentment. Now, we know that it's impossible to continuously be in a state of happiness because, well, life happens. Accidents happen. We lose loved ones. We lose jobs and friends. And we go through hard times. No matter how hard we try to avoid them, it, we can't. They're going to happen. Life is a compilation of ups and downs, and it's impossible to always be on the upside. So I'd like to define happiness as this. Happiness is an individual's perception of their level of satisfaction with their life. When we think of happiness, we can be referring to two different types of happiness. When asked the question, are you happy? You might think of this moment right now, and you may or may not feel happy in this exact moment. Or you might think more in terms of your life as a whole. So maybe right this second, you might not be feeling that happy because you're dealing with a difficult situation or having a bad day but you might consider yourself to be happy in general. And the opposite could be true too. You might be having a good day. You might feel happy right now in this moment, but when asked about your life as a whole, you might feel that you don't live a happy life. And this is the difference between a state and a trait. A state is something fleeting. It's a momentary feeling. So that would be like in this moment, if you feel happy, That's a state of happiness. So perhaps you found some money in your pocket or somebody held the door open for you. Those could lead to states of happiness. While trait happiness would be more of a long-term happiness, it's the happiness that you experience over time. For example, if you experience trait happiness, you would perceive your life as a happy one. There are four stages to building trait happiness, which I'm going to refer to as authentic happiness from here on out. And the four stages build on each other. So with stage one, you start with some sort of a life event that happens. And this will bring you into a momentary state of happiness. 
And this could be a kind word from your friend or maybe a job promotion. This event would then be followed by stage two, your emotional reaction to the event. And the reaction can be influenced by many factors, such as your baseline for emotional reactivity or even your goals. Then you have stage three, which is the actual storing of this emotional reaction into your memory. The way this memory is stored can be shaped by your cognitive processes at the time of your event happening. So this could be things like cultural norms or even the time that has passed since the initial event occurred. And lastly, we have stage four, which is our global judgment about whether or not we are happy or satisfied with our life. You can see that as we progress through the stages from one to four, you start with a stage of happiness and you start to move into trait happiness. Each of these stages can be influenced by factors such as your current mood, your mindset, or even your standards for comparison. This process is constantly evolving and your reaction from one event can actually affect how you react to another life event. And this is where our power to change our happiness levels actually comes in. So last week I asked you to reflect on what happiness means to you. And I asked you to make a list of all the things that make you happy and all the things that you think you would need in order to be happier. So now I'm asking you, are you happy? When you hear this question, are you happy? What comes to mind? Maybe you instantly think of all of the things that make you happy, and your answer is, yes, I'm happy. But maybe you thought, no, I'm not happy, and all of the things that seemingly go wrong in life are just flooding your mind right now. Or maybe you thought, well, almost, I'm almost happy, you know, when I get that new car or when I get that new job, then I'll be happy. Everything that you're waiting for in order to be happy came to mind. And you're thinking, you know, I'm almost there. I'm just not quite there yet. The point of this podcast is to help you get to the point in life where when somebody asks you, are you happy? You can honestly and full-heartedly say yes and know that you are truly authentically happy. To be authentically happy does not mean that you live a life that is perfect with no hardships and no negative emotions. It's actually the opposite. Being authentically happy means that you take the good with the bad, and at the end of the day, you still find a way to end up net positive. We are not going to try to ignore or remove the negatives in our life, but rather embrace them and use them as a stepping stone on our journey to a happier life. Have you ever sat down and really thought about what makes you happy? There are two main perspectives in happiness, the hedonic perspective and the eudaimonic perspective. Hedonism comes from the Greek word for pleasure. The hedonic perspective focuses on sensual pleasures as a means to decrease pain and suffering and increase happiness. This is what most people think about when they think about happiness and trying to be happier. Remove the hardships and life will be grand. But it's not that simple. Hedonic pleasures include shortcuts to happiness, things that give you a quick dose of dopamine, like shopping or drugs or drinking or a job promotion or winning the lottery or a new car. 
These are quick fixes that make you happy in the short term, but they won't lead to long-lasting happiness. You might have heard about how people who win the lottery often end up more unhappy after winning the lottery than they were to begin with. You may have felt this yourself. Maybe you got a new car or a new phone and you felt really excited at first, but as time went on, that excitement kind of wore off. And before you know it, you're looking for the next big thing. Maybe you got a job promotion with a raise, and at first that felt amazing. But after a while, you started to adapt to your new lifestyle, and the amount of money that you're making just didn't feel that special anymore. This cycle of pleasure, followed by the adaptation to that pleasure, is known as the hedonic treadmill. And we get stuck in the cycle of wanting something and getting excited for it and then getting it and it's awesome. But then after a while, it just becomes normal. And again, you're looking for that next big thing. It doesn't bring you the same excitement each time you see it. This is called hedonic adaptation. You're adapting to the hedonic pleasures. And there are ways to thwart hedonic adaptation to help to try to prolong that excitement a bit more. And we'll talk about that more in later episodes. However, it's important to understand that hedonic pleasures are fleeting. Even if we work to prolong that excitement, it still won't last forever. And while hedonic pleasures do have their time and their place like everything else in life, they're not sustainable happiness. These hedonic pleasures will not lead to long-lasting authentic happiness. So luckily, on the other hand, we have the eudaimonic perspective. The eudaimonic perspective is all about finding your true self and focusing on your potential, developing your skills and personality to become who you were always meant to be. Eudaimonia is what Aristotle refers to when he's talking about living a virtuous life and aligning your actions, values, and purpose on your path towards the highest good. In contrast with the hedonic perspective, the eudaimonic perspective is associated with meaningfulness, authenticity, self-actualization, and flourishing. After all, Aristotle did say that eudaimonia leads to the condition of flourishing. The perspective of eudaimonia is what we will focus on most in this podcast. We will focus on building awareness and habits that help you to develop your true authentic self, which will open you up to more opportunities for happiness. Now, I want to go back to how I defined happiness at the beginning of this episode. Happiness is an individual's perception of their level of satisfaction with their own life. So happiness is not just a feeling of happiness every day. Happiness is not just feeling blissful all the time and having days full of lucky moments and blessings, void of any pain and suffering. It's really just dependent upon how you perceive your own satisfaction with life. Your perception, of course, will change depending on your mindset your engagement with life and the world around you, and how you process the events that happen in your life, as I mentioned in the four steps to happiness. So the goal of this podcast is to help you create an abundance mindset. 
This abundance mindset should help you to spot all the opportunities for happiness and give you the tools you need to capitalize on those opportunities. This week, I challenge you to look back on the lists that you made of all the things that make you happy and all the things that you think you need in order to become happier. And ask yourself if each of the items falls under the hedonic perspective or the eudaimonic perspective. Then count up how many you have of each. Are you chasing the quick fixes and hedonic pleasures? Or are you working towards a more meaningful life of eudaimonia? Leave a comment and let me know what you find. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I'll see you next Sunday 